Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. We are uh, finally live. On the Tan and J-Man show, we apologize for uh, a little bit of uh, technical difficulties. You would think after 213 episodes over four year, of a four-year time span, I would figure out my own equipment, but... It's all good. It's a Monday. Yep. Welcome back, J-Man. Uncle J-Man reporting for duty. Congratulations, Uncle J-Man. If you're watching this, Indy, hello. Congratulations to Eric and Becca Racinos. Mm-hmm. Uncle J-Man is a reality. And Jay, man, I think I worked the hardest today. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sweat poured down your down your brow today. This episode is brought to you by the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou. Focuses on freshness and quality, the Damn Smoke is here every single weekend. It features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best micro-brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boats or wheels, the Damn Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. How are you feeling? Better now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit. I was getting pretty angry. Um, just a complete user error. I mean, pretty pretty simple stuff. Uh, it's all good. At least we figured it out because I was about ready to give up. So. It is all good. Are you ready for the birdie bogey real quick? I think so. I'm a little nervous because you said you had two in the holster. So. Two in the holster. You might have seen this one because I retweeted it. Um, most interceptions or – Excuse me. Xavion Howard tied this fella for most interceptions in fifty th- in his first fifty three career games. I did not see that one. Sorry. Xavion Howard has twenty one interceptions. It is the most tied for the most interceptions ever in first fifty three career games in the last thirty seasons. Okay. Who was the uh player he tied yesterday? I did not see this, so should be uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Xavion Howard. Yeah, I saw you tweeted that. I almost tweeted you back because he probably should be, but he probably won't be. Probably won't be. Doesn't get the respect he deserves. He uh, nine interceptions on the year, leading the NFL in uh, passer rating against, uh, completion percentage against. He's just been locked down this year, but no one talks about him. Yeah, it's who – I mean, J.J. Watt's having a pretty good year, but his team's terrible. Is he having a good year? I know TJ's having he a good year. He was earlier in the year, but maybe I know he's TJ's not super, having a good yeah, year. TJ. It'll probably be TJ, yeah. more than likely. Um He's he's having a better year this year than uh Stephon Gilmore, who won it last year, did at this exact same position. He has three more interceptions already. Completion percentage against lower. But Well, let's just keep riding the NFL yeah. wave here. Before we get any farther, Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Tanner's looking for something, and I don't know what he's looking for. I brought my water down here. Um, Whatever. I think I knocked it off the table. That's all right. Oh, thank you. Right there. I'm a little parched. 
That's why it's warm in here. Little parts. Three winners, three losers from the NFL season or season. Week 14. Uh, week 14, yes. Yes. Uh, one of my winners, the Cleveland Browns, who – Nope. <laughs> that must be last week. Nope. I met the Chicago Bears. I wrote the Browns. <laughs> I met the Bears. Uh, why am I putting the Bears? Because they're – Six and seven, well, they finally got off the losing uh, streak. Their losing train yesterday. Offense looked really good. Mitch Old Trubisky, Mitchie, where's man. that been? It's never happened. They <laughs> called the dogs off early in the second half against the Texans. Uh, I picked the Texans for eight. I believe you had them for seven. I had them for quite so. a bit. Um, Didn't see that coming. If anything, I would consider them losers because they aren't going to make the playoffs, likely. Their likelihood. I mean, they're only a game out. But between five and six wins is not really a difference for a draft pick. Um, I mean, they could have jumped the Houston Texans, which would then have jumped the Miami Dolphins. Uh, but, eh, yeah. whatever. But good for their fans, yep. I mean, to get a win. Washington football team, one of my winners, uh, beating the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to win that division. Real happy for Ron Rivera, even Alex Smith, even though he got hurt yesterday. Um, not happy for Dan Snyder. That dude needs to go away forever, just disappear into the abyss. Um, that, but uh, don't mind them winning that division. That whole division's getting interesting these last few weeks because mm-hmm. the Cowboys have winnable games. The Giants, I thought, were the team, but Daniel Jones can't move with his hamstring injury. He, no. he cannot move. He's like concrete out there. So I think you're right. I think Washington's probably in the driver's seat. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis Colts, another winner, just blew out the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, who in turn fired their uh, defensive coordinator. Yeah, three today. weeks left, gone, but they're uh, kind of a dumpster fire right uh, right now in Vegas. I mean, should have lost to the Jets last week. Should have, absolutely. Uh, that's really saved them from really being out of the race yeah. completely. They're still in it, um, but they're a loser. Who's one of your other winners? Um, I am looking at the wrong one, Josh. That's what I thought. <laughs> The Browns, because I'm like, Browns, I grabbed my uh, sheet from last week. Uh, but the Bears were one of my winners. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I am just frazzled tonight. Yeah. Buffalo Bills looked great last night in Sunday Night Football. Josh Allen looked like the real deal. The Bills are uh, setting to do something they haven't done and since 1995, when the AFC East. Yeah, they're a pretty uh, solid football team. That defense is good. Um, Josh Allen's played MVP-like football. Uh, so they would have been one of my winners. But since you took them, I'm going to put the uh, Los Angeles Rams uh, blowing out the uh, New England Patriots. And um, after that bad loss to the 49ers a few weeks ago, they've really uh, bounced back. Yes, and my third winner, Philadelphia Eagles. Good win over the Saints yesterday. Found Jay- a quarterback. J- Jalen Hurts is 1-0 in his career. He uh, got the nod again this week against Arizona. So, um We'll see what he can do going forward. Uh, Philly's not out of it yet. So. They're 4-9, and nine and they're not out of it. That's how I pathetic know that division is. I hate that division. Um, like in a normal year, when they're good, yeah. I hate it. But A couple of losers here, uh, both the uh, New York football teams. Um, the New York Jets are just a perennial loser. Just kept them right in that number one spot uh, from last week, uh, and I assume they're going to be there the rest of the year. Um, and then the Giants, they – Daniel Jones is back. Uh, they got annihilated move, uh, by the Arizona Cardinals, 26-7. to seven. Um, Like, they probably shouldn't be playing him. And it's pathetic that the NFL took out from the Sunday night game this coming week uh, the Cowboys and Niners. 
And instead of putting like the Dolphins Patriots, a young upstart team in the Dolphins and Patriots who would get a lot I of think ratings. Well, go ahead, I'm sorry. They're still in it, technically. Uh, they chose the Giants and Browns. Pathetic. Well, Giants are garbage. Well, I think they did that because at the time, the Giants looked like they were right there for the East, which they still are in contention. Browns probably going to make the playoffs. I think the Patriots ruined it for you guys, especially well, with the loss the other night. Well, they announced it before the loss uh, the other yeah, night. Yeah, I know. Um, and they had just come off a 45 nothing win in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Um but still, I'm mainly mad because they play at the same time as Illinois basketball. Yeah, that's yeah. That annoys me. No, I get it. I, that's it always a really stressful, grinds my gears. It's always a stressful day. Um, my losers. One of my losers, Las Vegas Raiders. We were just talking about them. I mean, Perennial. they're they're just going downhill, and you know, I, I I I say this to my dad almost every week, and he goes, "What's money matter to you? It's not your money." I said, "Oh, that's what they're paying good old Johnny a hundred million for, huh?" It's, Missed the playoffs three straight years on a 10-year deal and got Mike Mayock from the NFL Network. Maybe he needs to go back there, but, uh, yeah, it's not my money, so what do I care? But I just think it's funny. I just you find it laughable. You have always hated the Las Vegas Well, well what happens when the Broncos stink like they do right now, they're not going to make the playoffs, I root against the rivals even harder. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got going for me. Um, another loser, New Orleans Saints, losing uh, in Philadelphia. I know they're playing without their quarterback, but they've, still, won, they've won a lot of games without still their got quarterback. A lot, still got a good team. Um, they do, and they need to win that game against a bad team like that. I got the New England Patriots, one of my losers. I mean, I picked the Rams to beat them, but I thought it was going to be a close game. 24-3, Cam Newton doesn't have it, man. He's not good. He's not um, going to be there next he, year. He who, can't who, throw. Who is the Patriots quarterback come week one next year? Honestly, they need to go to Jarrett Stidham now just to see, see what he has. See if he has a spark in him and can maybe, I mean, if they win out, I don't know what the record is, six and seven and seven, six and seven. They're six and seven or I think five they're six and eight. And seven. They're six and seven. I know they're not five and eight. Um, go to him now. Maybe he wins the last three games and you see something in him because um, Cam Newton's not it. No, I, I I think their quarterback next year is not on their roster right now. I agree. Um, I don't know what their uh, draft pick situation is like, but could see them trying to trade up for At a least officially, they cannot win the AFC East. So for the first time in either 11 or 12 years, it's going to be either the Dolphins or the Bills. I really hate the other three teams in there, so I'm not happy either way unless it's yeah. the Dolphins. Yeah, well, understandable. Um, so. My last loser, did you do your third, did you do three losers? Yeah, I did the two New York teams. In the NFL kickers yesterday. Dan Bailey had a rough one. Dan Bailey had a rough one. The Jets kicker had a rough one. <laughs> Brandon McManus, who I've been saying is the best kicker in the league, nah. missed two PATs yesterday. The best kicker in the league, Jason Sanders, missed a 45-yarder. That's what I'm saying. It's just a rough day mm-hmm. for kickers yesterday. Um, so, yeah, kickers are like uh, golfers sometimes. Start losing your drive on the golf course. You're trying to correct it. You get in your own head. You get mechanical. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it's probably like to be a professional kicker. Yeah, once you miss the first one, it's like, oh, boy. And then you miss the second one. Oh, God. Yeah. And then, then you just might have a really bad day. Then the fan base gets nervous. And then, <laughs> then you go from uh, the hero to the goat pretty fast. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those are my winners and losers for week 14 in the NFL. Tonight we got the Browns-Ravens. You need the you need the brownies to win. I do need uh, Baltimore to lose. Um, Dolphins have a pretty tough remaining schedule. Still sitting there. I think they're in the seventh spot now since Indianapolis won yesterday. Don't know what it looks like if Baltimore wins tonight. If Dolphins fall out and Baltimore's up, I have no idea. I don't idea. know either. Uh, it really doesn't matter uh, to me at this point. Um, yeah, Dolphins just need Baltimore to lose. 
Baltimore has an easier schedule the rest of the way. Dolphins have the Patriots, Raiders, and Bills. So yep. um, Dolphins really need to win at least two of their next three uh, to get in. So we'll see. Before we pick the games for week 15, I didn't tie your record of four straight weeks. You clipped me this week no matter what happens tonight, unfortunately. So uh, for the first time in three weeks, the J-Man. going back to the possession of the J-Man. He's winning out, too. Winning out the next three weeks? Mm-hmm. You got to book it? Book it! Can we do some sort of bet? Um, Fun bet, not like a painful. I don't want you to... My mind always goes towards pain. I know, I always go uh, through spicy things. I've been watching too much Barstool Sports lately, lowering the bar where they try nasty food and drinks. I don't know, I don't want anything no. nasty. <coughs> I don't know. Think we'll think something. about it. Yeah. Mull it over a little bit. <laughs> All right, so week 15 picks. Starting off Thursday night with two of my least favorite teams. You got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. A little Thursday night AFC West football. Boy, do the Raiders need this one. Yes, they do. And I think they get it. I have them for four. I got them for three. So if they don't get this one, a lot of trouble in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, a little Saturday NFL action. We got two, two games on games. Saturday. The Buffalo Bills at the Denver Broncos. Broncos come off a win yesterday against the Carolina Panthers. Carolina's not very good, but it's it's, uh, it's a, a road win. win. So it's a win. Uh, Drew Locke had a good game, one of his first of the – probably his best of the year. Best I'd of say. the year, probably second best of his career at um, Houston last year was a little better. But four touchdowns, zero picks, that was pretty good. I think this will be a very close game, uh, but I'm taking Buffalo and I have five on it. I got five I think it's going to be a close it. game as well. Uh, the Bills are one of the better teams they've played all year. Of course, they have to play the Chiefs twice. They've also played the Steelers and the Saints. Um the best team that, that's remaining on their schedule because the other two are the Chargers and the Raiders. I think the Bills win a close one, but I got them for eight. Got them a little more confident points in the Bills than you do. Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. Panthers just kind of folding in the season. They're uh, hurt too, banged they up. They are. Um, did Christian play yesterday? No. Didn't think so. Which he was really bombed. He um, wanted to play against his dad's old team. I think we'll see a new quarterback in Carolina as well. Um, I, did they sign to like a huge deal? Three years, $66 million deal. Uh, maybe we want that. Yeah, that's um, a bad deal. Yeah, I was never a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater. Good game manager. Needs to have a really good defense and run game around him to succeed. Uh, but give me Green Bay for 15. 15, that's a, that's a good pick. I, I'm taking Green Bay for 11. Green Bay right now has got the one seed. they got the home field advantage, which it's interesting because we've talked all year how home field doesn't really matter because of the lack of fans. Matters in Green Bay gets really yeah. cold in there, uh, up up there in January. So, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Bucks kind of uh, kind of sleptwalk through the first quarter or so uh, yesterday against uh, Minnesota, but they ultimately won thanks to Dan Bailey missing a bunch of kicks. He used to be nailed, man. Um, he was awesome in Dallas. I don't know what happened, uh, but I'm taking Tampa Bay at Tampa Bay for uh, six points. I'm taking Tampa for nine. Um, yeah, Atlanta's just – they're done. Uh, without Julio, Julio they, that really kills their team mm-hmm. when he's not playing. Is this Matt Ryan's last year in Atlanta? I would hope so if I'm a Falcon fan. Um, not going to happen with him. Might as well uh, try to move I on mean, eventually. You, you can make that case with him and Stafford. I believe they Stafford, both have very similar. one year left on their deal. Were they back-to-back number one picks? Matt Ryan was not number one overall. That's right, he was third. Um, but – Unlike unlike uh, Matt Ryan, Stafford's only made the playoffs like twice. Matt Ryan's at least made the playoffs, made a yeah, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. should have won a Super Bowl, absolutely collapsed. But uh, I think a change of scenery would do them both good. And Matt Stafford's getting a new GM and head coach, as is Matt Ryan. So, yeah, who so knows it might be if, time uh, for both those franchises yeah. to rebuild. And if they are available, 
look for spots like Chicago, mm-hmm. Indy, two spots they could land. Yeah. If if Indy doesn't resign uh, Philip Rivers, which I think this is Rivers last year. Um, is this Big Ben's last year? Mm. He's, he's hinted at if, retirement for like the last if they three make, years. If they make the Super Bowl, win or they lose, won't. I think he's gone. I agree. I think they got to draft one, though. Have to. Got to look in the draft, don't yeah, you? Absolutely. Um, speaking of the Lions, <laughs> or no, I skipped ahead of myself, excuse me. San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. Two teams extremely banged up, uh, just kind of playing out the season. Here. Who isn't banged up at this point, though? Yeah, it's been a rough year for injuries. It's always a rough year. For I injuries. read there's like 39 ACL tears now this year. There were 32 all of last year. That probably has something to do Including with the lack of preseason, offseason, yeah. everything last year. It probably has something to do with the lack of preseason Absolutely. or a lack of uh, really anything. A lack um, of preparation. Lack of preparation. Uh, but give me Dallas for two. I got Dallas for four. I hate I hate going against my guy Shanahan there, but uh, – I think Dallas got to get in a little bit of groove here at the end of the season with their uh, easy schedule and see uh, what happens. Old Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, came out with a vote of confidence for old Mike McCarthy yeah, today. They're not going to fire him after one year. Nah. Not they. They want to see what he can do with a uh, full, full roster. Did you hear what Jerry said after they uh, flexed them out of Sunday night? He said, "Don't matter me. We're still the premier team in the NFL." All right. You Thanks, can think, Jerry. Keep thinking that, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Detroit at Tennessee. Tennessee bounced back. Uh, not sure if Matt Stafford's going to play. Derrick Henry's a beast. He is a beast. <laughs> He's so good. Um, Tennessee for 12. Tennessee for 12 as well. Nice. Uh, yeah, Chase Daniel might be the quarterback for Detroit. That's a little scary for Detroit. Uh, Texans at Colts. Don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play. Uh, oh, he, really? Well, he he got hurt yesterday. I don't know if he came back in. He might have come back in. Um, but I think Colts roll for 11. So it might be A.J. McCarron time. Is he there? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the Texans gift-wrapped the Colts a win two weeks ago, but I don't yeah. think there'll be any gift-wrapped in here. Yeah. I think the uh, – actually, I think the Colts gift-wrap a, a butt-whooping to the Texans. I got the Colts for and, 13. And the Dolphins' first-round pick. What did uh, you take the Colts for? 11. I got them for 13. New England Patriots at your Miami Dolphins. Dolphins uh, are really banged up. They hung in there real well yesterday without their top three running backs. Uh, their top three pass catchers, um, their top uh, two linebackers, and they still hung in there, only lost by six. Need some of those guys back. Mike Gesicki, who's having a great year at tight end, um, likely not going to play. Devontae Parker is expected to play. Which hurt his leg, hurt. right? Yeah, I think it was an ankle uh, leg injury. Um, Tua played really well in the second half. I think Dolphins' defense will be too much for Cam Newton. I have him for seven. I got the Dolphins in a close one. I got them for two. I think it'll be a very close one. Bears have Vikings. The losers has no shot the rest of the way. Um, give me the Vikings for one. I think this is an absolute coin flip. I think it's a coin flip, too. Oh, man, I put this many points on it. I got the Vikings for five. Mm. I expect Bear fans to come at me. <laughs> uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. I think most Bears fans are kind of just ready for this to end. It should be. <laughs> it's been the same thing for uh, many years now. Washington football team, good story, really good defense. Uh, don't think they'll be able to score enough points regardless of who's quarterback. Uh, give me the Seahawks for 10. Got the Seahawks for 6. I think the Seahawks are just the better team. Yes. We have not disagreed on any games. Oh, boy. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think we're going to disagree on this one. Obviously, I haven't seen how Baltimore looks tonight, uh, but I think Baltimore just runs all over them. Uh, 14. Got 14 on the Ravens as well. Uh, Jaguars are packing it in. 
Rams for 16 G- on this next one. Gar- Gardner Minshew <laughs> probably should be uh, the starter this week. 100%. Mike Glenn is awful. Uh, Jets at Rams. Rams 16. I got the Rams for 15. Not 16. Eh? So a little, little lower, but um, yeah, Jets aren't winning. Interesting game between two bird teams here, the Eagles at the Cardinals. Jalen Hurts, uh, the better quarterback on that roster, is uh, starting again. Uh, Doug Peterson said today, uh, I think Arizona blows them out at for nine. Here's where we differ. Nice. Got the Eagles for one. Mm. I don't know why. It's kind of like what I did with the Giants last week. Did some confidence pick for one point. It blew up in my face against the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm doing it again. We'll see how it pans out for me. Chiefs at Saints. Um, Saints need Drew Brees back. Taysom Hill wasn't terrible yesterday. Got sacked five times, though. Um, Chiefs turned it over four times. Patrick Mahomes got sacked at least three times, and they still ended up winning. Uh, yesterday, um, give me the Chiefs for 13, though. They are playing with fire. Need to play a little bit better, though. Yeah, they are playing with fire. If they happen to play like this in the playoffs, slip up a little bit, you're yeah. out. Um, but they're proven they can win close uh, games. And Patrick Mahomes has proven he can come back from 10-plus yes. points down. They've won like eight of nine the last nine times. Hard Rock Stadium, Patrick Mahomes has a love-hate relationship with it. Loves it because he won a Super Bowl there, but hates it because he throws a lot of picks there. Yeah. So uh, I do have the, I have the Chiefs for seven. Uh, Sunday Night Football Browns at the G-Men, the Giants. Must win uh, for the Giants, in my opinion, to keep uh, pace, although I don't think the football team is going to win this week either. Um, But it's a home game for the Giants. They need to win a game like this. Uh, But I'm taking Cleveland for three. I got the Brownies for ten. Got all the faith in the world in Baker Mayfield right now. That's scary to say. (laughs) Um, We'll see how they do on Sunday night. You feeling a little dangerous, are you? I'm not betting anything with the uh, Browns. I wasn't doing that. that. Isn't that what he said? He was feeling a little dangerous. I didn't see what he said. He said it like two years ago, man. Come on. Oh, he says so many things. He says everything. He steals Dwight Schrute's line, and I hated that because he got so much I pub. didn't catch it at first, and then I got it like two days later. Would an idiot do that? Yeah. If so, no, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I didn't catch that till like two days later. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Be stealing Dwight Schrute's I'm lines. And Monday Night Football AFC North matchup, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, looking at this pick, um, I obviously picked Pittsburgh, but I didn't put as nearly as many confidence points as I should have. I only have for eight. I got him for 16. I figured you did. Um, Pittsburgh left a lot to be desired the past few weeks, uh, but Bengals have nobody Brandon left. Allen's <laughs> not winning against the Steeler defense. <laughs> they have nobody. He'll get sacked at least 13 times. They might rip his head off like Spike on the little Giants threatened against <laughs> that uh, little uh, – Kid with the glasses. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our week 15 picks. Well, J-Man, switch it up a little bit this week. Uh, we moved the On This Day segment back a little bit. So are you ready to get educated about sporting events that happened on December 14th? I'm really glad you remembered because I didn't. I got it. In 1901, the first table tennis tournament is held at the London Royal Aquarium. Asian fellow won it? I don't know. I just that's all it says right there. So I wish I was as good as those guys. I I don't know if that's like a requirement in like China to be really good at um, ping pong, but uh, man, I wish I had that kind of skill. It's yeah. impressive. Ping, professional ping pong players of any ethnicity are, are ethnicity really, are really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, on this day, nineteen thirty, the New York Football Giants beat the University of Notre Dame twenty-two to zero on a charity football game. <laughs> the New York Giants played Notre Dame, yeah. huh? 
I wonder how many people got hurt. Interesting. <laughs> Could you imagine if they did that now? Like, uh, like even Alabama against the Jets. What do you mean contest? Oh, Jets beat them by at least seventy. Remember, remember years ago when they. Uh, with the Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, mm. all those talented guys at USC, and the Niners were so bad, they were wondering if the USC could hang with the Niners. No way. No shot. No way. No way. On this day in 1938, Major League Baseball agrees on the uh, use of a standard ball, disagreed on increasing rosters from 23 to 25 players, although Commissioner Judge Landis eventually decides in 25. And now, uh, 82 years later, it's up to 26. <laughs> On this day in 1947, the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, NASCAR, is was founded. Did not know that was what it stands really? for. Really? Mm. I should have tri- put that as a trivia one day. was founded in Daytona Beach, Florida. So that's why uh, Daytona's big. Uh, yep. Makes sense. On this day in 1953, the Brooklyn Dodgers signed a pitcher by the name of Sandy Koufax. Not too shabby. Short career, though. On this day, 1958, Pat Summerall kicked a game-winning field goal for the New York Giants against the Cleveland Browns at Yankee Stadium. Kind of miss him with uh, John Madden. On this day, 1968, Bobby Orr scored his first career hat trick versus the Chicago Blackhawks, one of many. Um... On this day, 1988, CBS's $1.1 billion bid won exclusive 1990 to 1994 Major League Baseball rights. I assume Fox has had it ever since. I Yeah, I've never seen baseball on CBS. Remember Al Michaels used to do it, and he just was in, got voted into the, um, or he won some award, and now he's a member of the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, just announced this past week. Who won the 62nd Heisman Trophy in 1996? 62nd and 96 was that uh, Charles Woodson. Good guess. Uh, this was a little earlier than that. Danny Warfel, quarterback, Florida. Wouldn't have thought of him. Who won the uh, 64th Heisman Trophy in 1998? I'm going to go with uh, Charles Woodson. Ricky Williams. Yep, you're splitting the difference there. Mm. Woodson is 97. Your boy, Ricky Williams. Who won the 75th Heisman Trophy Award in 2009? 2009, 2009, 2009. Mark Ingram. Yes. And who won the 85th Heisman Trophy last year? Joe Burrow. Joe. Had to think of it for a second. (laughs) Joe Burrow. Seems like forever ago, doesn't it? At least 10 years. At least 10 years. But the On This Day segment is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Proforma Printhouse. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, which a lot of those haven't been happening in 2020, but hopefully they're on the horizon sometime in 2021, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience of promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company. Give them a call at 574-210-3815. College football is winding down with the last uh, sure is Champions Week Championship Championship Week, week yep. as they said uh, for the Big Ten. Anyways, it's pretty much outside of Northwestern Ohio State. It's just a regular season week, yeah. Uh, essentially, for uh, yeah, it was other supposed to be. You line up how you finish in your division, but that got scrapped. I was going to say that didn't work out at all because nobody is matched up with anyone that uh, pretty much anyone. Yeah, that, for uh, the most part, there's a couple teams, yeah. but not too many. Um, 
few head coaching um, decisions have been made. Did uh, you want to pick those games real quick? I was just going to get in right into Gus Malzahn. That's fine. Gus Malzahn fired uh, at Auburn. Had a really good career there, too. I think he'll land on his feet. So. $21 million buyout, I believe. <laughs> um, you know, that's one thing we thought this pandemic might interfere or change the landscape of uh, how businesses ran in college football. Nip. SEC boosters don't care. Obviously. Don't care. I mean, they had already, football games. They had already let go of uh, South Carolina, let go of uh, Will Muschamp. Muschamp. Will Muschamp. I always call it, want to call him West Muschamp. Will Muschamp. And then uh, Vanderbilt let go of um, Derek Mason. Derek Mason, thank you. I was struggling with that name, too. But uh, I did not see Malzone getting fired. That was surprising to me. I didn't either. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, They've wanted to do it for the last couple of years. Yeah, he's kind of been on the hot seat, and they've always been good enough to stay. Uh, this is a weird year to do it. I don't know if they just They must think they can really go get somebody. I don't know who. Hugh Freeze. Yeah, he. I mean, he's been an SEC coach before. Mm-hmm. Seems like a shady enough dude for the Auburn. You know who Liberty has next in line? Our Bryles. Our Bryles. What the heck are they thinking? They're not. That's awful. Yeah, both guys. Yeah. To hire to be a yeah, Mike Gundy would be an interesting one if they could lure him away fun. from Oklahoma State. He's been Oklahoma State for a long time. Maybe he's maybe it's time for a change. But uh, and and I know Boone Pickens passed away, the big big booster of Oklahoma State. But there's still a lot of booster money there, so mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, Lovey Smith was also canned. You called that? I I thought he was um, going to get a pass the next. I didn't year. think he'd have any shot. They've <clears throat> to be in year five in your program look like this. Um, Definitely time to make a change. So, possible replacements. Um, Sean Lewis from Kent State, thirty-four years old, can take a swing. Um, Lance Leipold from Buffalo, which is a tough place to win at in Buffalo. Tough place to recruit to as well. The only guy I remember one. doing well at Buffalo and then struggling was Turner Gill. Yeah, but Kansas only gave him two years and then they fired him. I never understood why he didn't get a third year. Kansas hasn't been the same since. <laughs> Trash ever since they let go of um, Mangino. If I'm them, though, I look at a potential like defensive coordinator like a Jim Leonard or from Wisconsin or Marcus Freeman from Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Um, Josh Whitman probably has some up his sleeve, though. I mean, he's done a really good job as far as keeping uh, the process close to the vest. I mean, we didn't hear anything about potentially Lovey Smith being the guy. He fired Cubit and hired Smith right away. Um, Brad Underwood's name for the basketball job wasn't even mentioned until he was hired. Until it was announced that he was hired. How about Bill O'Brien? Uh, <laughs> Something way about, out left field. How about Urban Meyer? There's always the idiots. Yeah. Oh, what about Urban Meyer? Supposedly Texas gave him a call and he turned it down. Really? That's why then the vote of confidence came out. Mark Herman's safe. He's our head coach for next year. Well, supposedly you tried to give it to Urban or at least called and see if he's interested. Yeah, Tom Herman hasn't done that great of a job there. Tough um, job. Um, Urban is so good on TV, though. Yep. So good on TV. I got to think he's going to come back in eventually, but I don't know where. We keep saying USC, but Clay Helton's always doing enough to uh, save his job. He's safe for next year. How about our good old buddy uh, Jim Harbaugh up in Michigan? Michigan beat writers were saying last week we're going to know one way or the other nothing happened. Harbaugh says he's fully committed to Michigan, so do they keep him for one more year at his contract? This will be the J-Man's Book It prediction of the week. They play Iowa this week. They do. Fully anticipate them uh, getting embarrassed. Uh, by, I was good. By the Hawkeyes, a pretty solid squad. Jim Harbaugh will be fired by this time next Monday. So you think he gets fired? He doesn't. Doesn't leave doesn't on his leave. own. Um, 
they might word it as to mutually part ways, but in a sense, it's fired. Probably just to save face with one of your former players and all that. Um, but yeah, I think he's gone. All right, that'll be interesting to look back on. See if you're right. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. And he's also now uh, yes. serving insurance customers in the state of Ohio. In the Buckeye so State. part of the Tan and J-Man show and you're watching on the IC Sports Network or listening to this podcast where on whatever platform you listen and you reside in the state of Ohio, you're looking for an insurance carrier, or maybe you're not happy with your current insurance carrier, give Travis a call, 219-869-4561, or like Josh said, his email is travis.watching at infp.com. Yes, sir. Want to pick some Big Ten games here? Yeah, Big Ten and uh, a few conference championships. Friday night we have, uh, right now, the Purdue Boilermakers at the uh, Indiana Hoosiers. Don't think it's happening. No, I, I am almost positive is not happening if it does both teams are not going to look like what they usually do um, if it does happen i have the hoosiers for six didn't change that from last week so i switch it from uh <coughs> indiana to purdue for one because like i said i am confident it's not happening so i'm definitely taking purdue <laughs> nebraska at Rutgers. Rutgers, uh greg shiano already got three wins that's as many as they've had total in the last two years he's gonna do good things there Scott Frost, I'm embarrassed that pretty lost to him. I'm embarrassed that he's a head coach in the Big Ten. I got Rutgers for four. I have Nebraska for one. <laughs> um, I keep picking them. Everything yeah. it seems like I'm picking them. Uh, what What did he say this past weekend? We only lost because the game was televised or something like that. Somebody was kind of saying that he basically said that. I can't imagine he actually said that. Somebody probably twisted his words. Yeah. But I wouldn't put it past him. And both of those are Friday games. The Nebraska <laughs> Rutgers at 4 o'clock Friday. Interesting. Minnesota at the Wisconsin. Uh, the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. This Wisconsin was struggling. This was supposed to happen earlier this season. Graham Mertz really just hasn't played well since yeah. that Illinois game. Uh, Minnesota's short. They play better when they have a shortened roster. <laughs> I know it. But I am taking the Badgers uh, for three. I'm taking Wisconsin for three as well. Illinois at Penn State Nittany Lions, who's also hot right now. Yeah, Penn State's hot. Illinois coaching change. Give me the Nittany Lions for seven. I have Penn State for five. Uh, Michigan at Iowa. Hawkeyes, I think, are playing as good as anybody in the conference. I've won six straight. Give me the Hawkeyes for five. I have the Hawkeyes for four. Michigan State at Maryland. Tough one here. Uh, Both programs are up and down, particularly Michigan State. But I'm taking Sparty on the road for two. Taking Sparty on the road for two as well, and that leads us to Northwestern. Um, Is this in Indianapolis? It's in Indianapolis at noon. So the Big Ten title game is going to be decided. Nice, going to be out of the way. Uh, like the big noon Fox game. Northwestern against Ohio State. Northwestern could really shake up the college football playoff with a win here. Big Ohio fan of chaos. St- Ohio State, it's pretty simple. They win, they're in. I think the Buckeyes have too much talent. I got the Buckeyes for six. I have Buckeyes for seven. Um, they're going to be too good for them. Um, Notre Dame-Clemson. Clemson for a million. Clemson's a ten-point favorite. Um, which is interesting. Notre Dame beat them the previous matchup, but Clemson a lot of guys out. didn't have Trevor Lawrence, and they're missing two, if not three, of their defensive uh, defensive linemen. I take Clemson as well. Um, and I presume you're going to have Alabama beating Florida. So what's your uh, what's your four? Who's your four in the playoff? In no particular order. Okay. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, 
Notre Dame. I agree, and I think if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I think they drop to the fourth spot. Say Notre Dame loses 59-4. to four. It'll get interesting. Does <laughs> Texas A&M jump up? Cincinnati Bearcats? I don't think Cincinnati can make it. I don't think any non-Power 5 team will ever get even consideration Until for they extend it to eight. Yep. Eventually. Agreed. Um, I, I mean, maybe Cincinnati could get in if Notre Dame gets killed and Ohio State loses or if Ohio State loses and Notre Dame kills Clemson. You mm-hmm. can't take a two-loss Clemson if they get can't. massacred. If Clemson barely loses, do you take a two-loss Clemson over a one-loss A&M? No. No. They lost two games? Yeah. But if, if if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, I think they have to fall to the fourth spot because they don't want a rematch for those two unless it's a championship again. Yes, and I think if I'm Notre Dame, man, I was going to say, would you rather play Alabama than Clemson? Rather play Ohio State, I think, than any of the other two. But yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I don't see Notre Dame really coming close to any of those three. To be honest, I don't see Alabama losing. I don't either. So they're good. They're going to be the number one seed. I mean, Florida blew their chance against LSU. Um, but we could see some chaos. But it would have been more chaos if Florida could have won over LSU. Then there could have been more scenarios open. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any pep, any chance a team like USC gets in. No. Me either. Um, I'm going to steal Tony Kornheiser's words today from PTI. They beat Arizona State by like four. They beat Arizona by like one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And then they came back against UCLA the other <coughs> night. They're kind of the cardiac kids this year. I mean, against Arizona State, they're down 10 with three minutes left. They'd get murdered by all yeah. three of those teams, all four of those teams right now. Yes, they would. So, It'll be interesting to see how many bowl games actually happen because – we're already seeing some matchups take like non-power five teams agree to play each other in bowl games. So hmm. we'll see. It's already a lot down of, to like thirty. A lot of bowls have been canceled already. Yep. A lot of teams have turned down invitations. Yep. I saw Virginia turned one. They were down. the third ACC um, school to do that. So It'd be interesting to see how many of the uh, Big Ten. I don't even think bowls would even be that much fun to go to this year if you're a player because then you have to quarantine at the hotel, can't do anything fun. So that's that's really all it's about is going to having fun. Um, hanging out, and you I'm can't even do it. Sure, they would still get the nice swag bags, though. I'm sure, but is that worth it enough to have to quarantine in a hotel away from your family for another week or two? No. I bet. I don't know. No. I mean, I bet they would do I mean, they've done it this long. I bet they'd do it another week or two to. I mean, some of these might be giving away, like, and I know this is going to sound for a college kid, PlayStation 5s. I know that might not mean a lot. Doesn't mean a lot like to me. You, but it might to the athletes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I remember when they got their swag, and it wasn't anything like a PS5, and they were pretty pretty thrilled about it. So, um, we shall see. Um, let's see here. Um, I don't really have any more games. Let's go no. over. We could pick uh, Big Ten basketball starts this week. Tonight. Actually, it started yesterday. It's, it's uh, yeah, um, Michigan. Michigan, um, Penn State. Uh, Rutgers is up two on Maryland right now. They're up four, uh, according mm. to mine. <laughs> Fifteen and a half minutes left. Uh, now it's a one-point game. You want to just do play-by-play real quick as game. it's changing? No. Um, so Big Ten basketball starts uh, started, and we have uh, quite a few games this week, starting with Rutgers-Maryland. It's a real close game. We can pick it. Rutgers got to win up. Um, Geo Baker's back uh, tonight. They're ranked uh, 19 for a reason. I don't think Maryland's very good. Pretty good. Uh, Maryland's 4-1. and one. Um, Yeah, give me Rutgers. Minnesota at Illinois tomorrow night. Illinois rolls. 
Um, Illinois needs to bounce back. They came out sluggish against Missouri. Um, Illinois is an eight-point favorite. Blow out Duke in Cameron Indoor on Wednesday and then fall flat against uh, – I think I think Missouri, it pains me to say this, is legitimately good. I think they are too. But you can't be losing that game. Um, you hit a couple more free throws, missed 11 free throws, turned it over at least 15 times. Um, couldn't stay out of foul trouble. Um, I, I will say, and I'm not saying this because Illinois lost. I swear I'm not. But that that was the most I've watched a game outside of a Purdue game. And it was one of the games that got my attention because even with no crowd, it was intense. It was intense. The, the teams uh, don't like physical. each other. You can tell. Every single year, Missouri takes that game so much more seriously than Illinois does. And every single year, Missouri beats them. Maybe Illinois needs to start taking it um, seriously. They haven't taken it seriously since Underwood's been there. And they won the first one. Then now oh, they've lost. Uh, he needs to wear his dang gator. Three straight. Yeah, he pulls every it down. He hates he it. It's Have, like, dude. He, you see him with his gator, and then you see him with the face shield. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know he wore shields. Yeah, he switches because when he's on the sideline, just roaming the sideline, he wears the gator. But when he's in a huddle, he wants to scream at him. He puts the face shield on so he knows what they're saying. Makes it easier to yell. Uh, but give me Illinois by 13. I think they cover. I'm not going to choose that one. Loyola Chicago's 3-0, and though, playing uh, at Wisconsin. Can you believe they've made a Final Four since our team has? It's only been two years. <laughs> Since our teams have. Miles oh, made yeah, yeah, Final yeah. Four yeah. Chicago made one. Yeah. yeah. They got hot. Yeah, I know. They had, they had so many buzzer beaters. I know. <laughs> Wisconsin's only an eight-point favorite against them, though. But give me Scanson. Yeah. Ohio State at Purdue. Uh, taking Ohio State. I know they're without one of their best EJ players, Liddell. if not their best uh-huh. player. But Purdue's young team. I don't know how they're going to react to Big Ten play. Especially uh, with no fans in Mackey Arena. Yeah, that makes a world of difference. There are going to be a lot of home losses on Mackey. There was a lot of home losses on Mackey last year. But uh, I think Purdue keeps close, but they lose. Give me Ohio State as well. I think they have too much experience uh, to lose to a very young team, as we said. Um, but Zach Eady should get his if he can stay in there. I don't know. He just gets in foul trouble every week. He's a tough guy to officiate. It was like, so it's like Isaac Haas used to be. They, yep. yeah, it's a, uh, refs have to learn how to – Yep. Fishing for these monsters. Sunday afternoon. Did I skip Saturday? I skipped Saturday. You did. We have Butler, Indiana. Butler's Butler hasn't played in a month. They've played one game. They haven't played in a month, literally, <laughs> a month. So I have no idea what to expect just because of that. Pains me to say I'm taking IU. I don't think Butler's that great this year. Um, they play well against IU usually. They do. Uh, they play well on the crossroads usually. No fans um, at the crossroads this year. Give, give me Indiana as well. Uh, the bow beat Florida State, but couldn't close them out. I think there this is overtime. the last year of the Crossroads contract. Thank goodness. I hope, it, it, I hope it gets dead after this year. I don't want to renew Game it. of the year to date. Iowa travels to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in that small little arena, to face the Gonzaga Bulldogs. I haven't watched Gonzaga Man. play a single minute. You know what? I'll go home cooking uh, as far as the Big Ten. Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa as well. Uh, any other year. Io DeSumo might be the national player of the year. He doesn't even have a shot to win his conference player of the year. Um, That's how good Luca Garza is. Give me the Hawks. Yep. Louisville at Wisconsin. It's a good little matchup. Oh, was, this is the ACC Big Ten Challenge. <laughs> oh, wow. They um, rescheduled. Give me Wisconsin. Give me Wisconsin as well. Notre Dame in the crossroads as well. Notre Dame hung on uh, after blowing a big lead to Kentucky and won by a point. Um Purdue's beat them once in this thing. This is their fourth try. What the heck? Give me Purdue. Split this week. I'll be happy. Give me the Boilers as well. Um, watch Notre Dame a little bit. Uh, they're decent, um, but still, I think. Kentucky's bad. 
Kentucky's not a good team. One Duke's, four. Duke's not a good team. Coach K just whines and whines. We shouldn't be playing Surprise in the middle. Surprised Cal hasn't said that yet. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Cal hasn't. Coach K's just mad because he lost those two non-conference yes. home games. You're right. Ohio State in the uh, Champions Classic against North Carolina. Yep, they play us every year. I think also UCLA and um, Kentucky. Kentucky are usually in it. This is what Indiana, a few years ago, they wanted to get out of the crossroads to play in this event. Um, <coughs> give me Carolina. Give me Carolina as well. Sunday afternoon hoops. Number 13, Illini travels to Piscataway to face the Rutgers. Illinois in a close one. I mean, close. Last possession. This is a place that it helps. There's no fans as well, very much true. like Cameron Indoor. Um, I think Illinois is a little better, so give me Illinois in a very close one as well. Steve Peichel does a great job there, though. Michigan State at Northwestern Wildcats. Who Michigan State. Northwestern was winning for 39 minutes in, like, 46 seconds um, against Pittsburgh in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, and they lost. Um <laughs> They didn't. They had the lead up until like 14 seconds left, I think it was. Classic Wildcats. Uh, give me Michigan State as well. They roll. Interesting matchup here. Uh, St. Louis, who's 4-0, travels to Minneapolis to face the Minnesota Gophers. Give me the Billikens just because I want to say Billiken. Billikens is a fun word. A fun can, word to say. can you name their head coach? I cannot right now. Travis Ford. Remember him at Oklahoma I State? I do. I just keep thinking Rick Margeris. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, rest in peace, Rick Majerus. Um, but, yeah, give me uh, – oh, take the Gophers. What the heck? Right here, some birdie bogey. Yeah. Okay. Let me bring it up here. It's like 53 interceptions or interceptions in 53 games. Xavion Howard has 21 interceptions through his first 53 career games, which is tied for the most all-time in the last 30 seasons, that is. Who was the player he tied? I have no shot. Because there's so many defensive backs coming From to my the mind. last 30 years, I know. Though. There's a That's lot. That's 1990. Coming, a lot coming to my mind. And they're all Hall of Famers or soon to be Hall of Famers. This fella is a Hall of Famer. Champ Bailey. No. Old Ed Reed. Wasn't even one of them that was really? coming to my mind. That dude was a ball hawk. I thought hawk, Dion. Man. I thought Charles Woodson. I thought Rod Woodson. I thought Champ Bailey. Ed Reed. Yeah, I think of him more. He was in their search machine, but I always think of him as a hard hitter. Yeah, he was a hard hitter as well, but, man, he'd put up like six, seven interceptions a year. Well, uh, pick them, champ. Wrap us up and sell some merchandise, but don't you? Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. Thank you for uh, listening to us on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Buy some merch. Teespring.com. Tan and J-Man show. New, new J-Man shirt. Um, exclusive J-Man shirt out. Get shirt. yourself a bucket um, shirt. Get yourself a hoodie. We have some baby onesies, some mm-hmm. stickers. Uh, what else we got on there? Mugs. Got some uh, coffee mugs. We Zip-up hoodies. We're both huge coffee drinkers, though. Um, Don't have to drink coffee. Zip-up hoodies, short-sleeve T-shirt, long-sleeve T-shirt, yep. uh, hopefully some more items to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, be on the lookout for some items to come in yes, 2021. Give us a like on the Face Space and uh, Instagram. Or give us a follow on Instagram, I should say. And... Follow us on Twitter, at Tan and Show. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. His father, I believe, will be in studio next uh, Monday as yep. I'll be uh, off gallivanting in the uh, Hawkeye yeah, State. Have a, have a nice, uh, safe uh, Christmas. trip and nice, safe holiday, J-Man. Thank you, sir. Uh, have a great week, everybody, and I'll say Merry Christmas to you as well. <laughs>